Blog Talk Radio. The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com, music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul. Dr. Daniels, and welcome back to Healing with Dr. Daniels, where Think Happens. It is Monday, January 22nd, 2018. What a wonderful year. And I am broadcasting from Panama, and we have a late start to summer, but it looks like today's a pretty good summer day. All right, today's title is Forbidden Foods that would unleash your superpowers. Yes. You know, how many times have you said to yourself, you know, my grandparents were so strong and so vital. Or maybe you go traveling and you see all these people who are doing hard labor at the age of 50 and 60 years old. And you're like, wow, you know, I couldn't do that if I wanted to. And like, how is that? Well, it just might be that they are eating some forbidden foods that make them super powerful and could make you super powerful too. I began researching this and, of course, experimenting with my very own body. And I discovered on my journey that many of these foods were actually outlawed by governments, even the United States government, by the way. And having gone to different countries in the world, uh, that it's actually outlawed in other countries as well. And so today, I'm going to talk about some of those superfoods. Uh, we have about 45 minutes, I can see by the clock, actually 41 minutes. And so we're going to um, take a 30 minutes to talk about these superfoods, and then I can answer some questions. I'd like to also uh, draw people's attention to the chat room, healingwithdrdaniels.chattango.com. So if I say something that either you don't understand or maybe I say something that you can't make out the spelling on, you can put a little note in the chat room and I can fix it as I go. So that's it. If somebody wants to know, has the show started? Yes, indeed it has started. 
Okay. All righty. So how did I stumble upon this this situation? Find out about these superfoods and then to find out they're illegal? Oh, my God. Um, well, first, um, start off with vegetarian diet. So I became sick one day and I got the bright idea, gosh, you know, if only I became vegetarian. Yes, yes, yes. Or even worse, actually, I, I had given up. I thought for sure I was going to die. So I decided I'd just be vegetarian before I die. It was one of those things on my bucket list. And so sure enough, I did not die. I turned around, felt great, and I said, wow, vegetarian diet. And then as I educated myself more, I thought, oh, vegetarian, why stop there? Let's do vegan. Oh, then I got more education. Oh, vegan, why stop there? Go wrong. So I really went uh, the whole full spectrum. And um, finally, when I was vegan and I went raw, my hair started falling out. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. I refuse to be on my deathbed bald-headed and my teeth were getting loose. So I will not go to my deathbed bald and toothless. And so then I stopped the raw food diet and went back to cooked food. Um, so I was still vegan. But uh, I was getting more and more tired, and I kept making all kinds of uh, uh, excuses. And um, finally, one day I woke up, and I could not get out of bed. Just couldn't do it. Finally, halfway through the day, I got to the bathroom and back. But that was pretty much the size of it. And things stayed that way for about a week. And I said, wait, 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 wait. If your diet can make you sick, and if your diet can make you healthy, then I must have made a wrong turn somewhere along the way. And also, uh, on my way to uh, being confined to bed, I had broken a few bones. Thank goodness, only toes, nothing serious. And so I broke about four different toes. And this, to me, was alarming because... I'd stubbed my toe many times during my life. I'd never broken a bone. And so I realized that things were not going well. Also, I was getting irritable. And as I said, I was tired and too weak to get out of bed. And so I thought thought back to, well, what what did my mother cook? Because, you know, when I was a kid, I was pretty energetic. And, you know, things were pretty good. So let me think back to what did she cook? I said, I know. Well, first, before I went to mom, thinking what mom cooked, I said, well, I know eggs. Eggs are supposed to be really good. I'll eat eggs. I got up to like six eggs a day, and that just got me to the bathroom and back with greater ease. It didn't really make a serious dent in my situation. And that's why I thought back to um, what my mother cooked. And what did mom cook? Mom cooked liver. Yes, sorry, Bob, liver. And liver is just phenomenal. I didn't know all the details, but um, I said, okay, I'm going to try liver. Went to the store, got some liver, cooked it up with some salt, pepper, and onions, and boom, I was out of bed uh, doing things around the, around the house, and, you know, life was wonderful. And um, that's what dawned on me that this 
liver was indeed a superfood. And just to let you know, just to give you an idea of just how powerful this is, um, when you compare beef liver to an apple, which I think pretty much anyone, everyone would say, well, apple's definitely a superfood, super nutritious, no doubt about that. Um, beef liver beats an apple on just every single measure of nutrients, of nutrition. Um, calcium, liver's got three times as much calcium as an apple. Phosphorus, liver has 160 times as much calcium as an apple, uh, phosphorus rather, as an apple. No, you got to eat 160 apples or 100, 100 and, um, two kilograms of apples at least to get in beginning what you might get from uh, a spoonful of liver. And so you realize then that long term a vegetarian diet is not going to, can't do it for you. But even more importantly, since the liver contains more nutrients than the body needs in terms of its daily requirements, liver is an excellent superfood to replace depleted people. So if you have a nutritional deficiency, ah, there you go. Liver is for you. Magnesium. Um, beef liver has uh, four times as much magnesium as an apple. Potassium, about two and a half times as much potassium. Iron, 88 times as much iron as an apple. Zinc, eight times as much zinc as an apple. I'm sorry, 80 times as much zinc as an apple. Uh, it's amazing. Copper even, uh, 40 times as much copper as an apple. Vitamin A, no vitamin A in apple. There's a shocker. 53,000 IUs of vitamin A in beef liver. If you're missing vitamin A, have a piece of liver. It'll replace it for you. Vitamin D, no vitamin D in apple. At least 19 I use in the liver. So in beef liver, you're not going to become vitamin D deficient eating liver. And vitamin E, twice as much vitamin E. Vitamin C, three times, four times as much vitamin C. Thiamine, uh, ten times as much thiamine. And thiamine is absolutely critical to maintenance of the brain. Riboflavin, 200 times as much riboflavin. Um, niacin, 165 times as much niacin. Pantothenic acid, these are all the essential B vitamins. Uh, Pantothenic acid, 88 times. Vitamin B6, uh, 200 times. I'm sorry, 100 times. So these are things that are, uh, this is amazing. And folate, we hear a lot about folic acid and pregnancy. Um, an apple or a liver has uh, 15 times as much folic acid as an apple. And biotin, biotin is, is necessary or important for hair growth. No biotin in the apple. You're not growing hair with the apple. Beef liver, 96 micrograms of biotin. And this is also why uh, my hair just started falling out in the raw food diet. No liver on the raw food diet. No raw food vegan diet. And B12, no B12 in the apple. 
111 micrograms of B12 and beef liver. So beef liver is an incredible superfood. Um, if you are weak and exhausted, try some liver. What's the dose? 100 grams. How do you cook it? Salt, pepper, onion. Turn the fire on low or medium until it's done, and then just eat it over rice with a side of vegetables like green beans or Brussels sprouts or whatever. So the number one superfood uh, that I found, the first one I discovered, was liver. And then I said, geez, I wonder, I wonder if there are other superfoods. So liver solved my energy problem, got me up and out of bed, and I said, well, you know, but I broke these bones, you know, I broke these bones. And uh, I really don't want to break the big one. That would be the hip bone or the femur bone. I said, oh, no. So what can I do about that? And I said, well, let's dig back into the old family history. Or even better yet, let's dig back into medical history. So uh, if you remember, about 20 years ago, uh, hormone replacement was all the rage. The pretense was that if you took hormone replacement, you would not get bone fractures. Um, the evidence was and still is extremely, extremely flimsy and weak. Uh, we'll put that aside, though. But what they did find was that black women had strong bones that did not break, and there was no medicine under the sun that could make those bones stronger. And so they did all the research, study after study after study. They could not prove or show, no matter how they manipulated the data, that black women would or could benefit from hormone replacement therapy. I said, well, geez, must be something those black women ate. And then as I get more into the um, health movement, I said, well, boron is important and minerals are important for bone health. And of course, all these things mysteriously were present in collard greens. I said, wait, wait, nobody eats collard greens. No, we eat collard greens and ham hocks. So I said, well, we looked into the ham hocks. Sure enough. Ham hocks emerged as the next superfood. So I first started using ham hocks. Well, first of all, I, I started eating ham hocks myself. I said, wow, this is great. My knees got stronger, and I could, you know, bounce up and down on my knees. Joints were stronger, and I got physically stronger. I said, damn, this is great. So I started recommending um, ham hocks to my clients. And then men started getting back to me and say, hey, doc, oh, my God, my wife thanks you. My girlfriend thanks you. Ah, my organ is getting longer. And this is wonderful. I said, well, great. I'm very happy about that. So ham hocks, another incredible, awesome superfood. So what is the, well, first of all, how do you cook them? <laughs> if you didn't grow up cooking them, you probably don't know how to cook them. Very, very simple. I say keep it easy. Just uh, put them in a slow cooker overnight with some water, uh, salt, a little bit of hot pepper, garlic, and bay leaf. That's pretty much the minimum. If you're feeling especially creative, toss in some uh, carrots and celery and onions. That's it. Put it in the crock pot overnight. Next morning or afternoon if you're busy, afternoon, um, they'll be totally cooked. And then you eat those over rice. Uh, again, with the vegetable on the side. Now, I say you eat them. I'm serious. You have to actually eat them. Um, so, no, you don't pick over and eat the meat. No, 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 no. You have to eat the skin. You have to eat the fat. And you have to eat the tendons. Now, the problem is, so how is this forbidden? 
Oh, wait, liver. How is liver forbidden? I said, oh, why is it forbidden? Liver is forbidden because the liver you have to eat is calf liver. And in the United States, calf liver is almost unavailable. Um, the best you can do is veal liver. And so people are being fed the liver of grown cows, which is filled with toxins and not um, beneficial for healing your health. So the actual liver you need is something called calf liver, liver of a small cow. And that's what really uh, heals you because you get all the beneficial uh, nutrients, nutrients and enzymes without the toxins that the animal encountered during its life because the life was brief. Okay, so that's the forbidden piece of liver. How are ham hocks forbidden? Okay, so I'm doing really well with the ham hocks. People are getting great results. And finally, boom, someone said, you know, Dr. Daniels, these ham hocks are not, not working. They're not working. And so I'm like, oh, how could they be? I said, well, send me a picture of them. Or, and I said, well, well, what are you eating? Well, I'm eating the whole thing. I said, well, are you eating the skin? Well, I don't think there's any skin on this ham hock, Dr. Daniels. So I said, well, send me a picture. And they did. And they, I said, yep, there's no skin on that. I said, well, it won't work without the skin. And so the government, in its wisdom, has decreed that it is against the law to sell pig skin or animal skin, for that matter, to the public because it might not be sanitary. Now, give me a break. You're taking a ham hock, you're cooking it in the crock pot for at least 12 hours. So what if it's not sanitary? Whatever is not sanitary is going to get, well, you know, cooked away. So people have not been able to find ham hocks with the skin on them. And so what this means then is they've been unable to access these um, miraculous benefits. And so what do you do? What do you do? Well, good for you. I live in a third world country, so I've learned a lot about different things culturally. In every country, yep, even the United States, there are people who are above the law. And these people are exempt from the law. They don't know about the Follow the law. So any law, even down to murder, every single law, there are people who do not have to obey it. So in the case of the law about skin on your uh, ham hocks, the two groups in America that are above the law are the Chinese community and the Hispanic community. And this is because in their country they eat the skin, the pork skin. And um, if the government in the U.S. states told them you can't eat pork skin, they would literally riot. That should give you a glimmer of the value of it. So uh, you just have to go to the um, Hispanic or Chinese market and you will find ham hocks with the skin. And so that, for me, was a big uh, step forward in rebuilding my physical strength and my joints. <coughs> so what else is a forbidden food? We were not pig ears. So I was, I was working uh, on this and it just seemed to me it's a lot of work to cook all those ham hocks. And then after you eat ham hocks for a while, you have absolutely no appetite because your body is filled with all of these nutrients for its maintenance. And so you're not hungry, which is nice. When I was vegan, and worse, when I was raw, I was eating every 15 minutes. I literally could not get my hands free long enough to type an email. But once I started eating ham hocks, um, I could not eat for six hours. You can imagine the work I got done. So pig ears. So I said pig ears because I, I wasn't that hungry. I wanted to eat something that had cartilage in it that would replenish my cartilage without me having to eat a whole lot, which ham hock is a, a pretty big meal. So the pig ears, you have the skin on the outside, and then you have the cartilage, a thin layer of cartilage throughout the whole 
uh, ear. And then you have more cartilage at the part that's um, attached to the pig. And um, a little smidgen of meat. And so the best way to eat, to cook pig ears, I think, is to pressure cook them for two hours. That way the cartilage part is nice and soft and it's not crunchy. And it doesn't remind you of what you're actually eating. Um, pig ears, are they dirty? Absolutely. You can rinse them off if you want to. But um, this is not clean food. This is just, we're just talking superfood. So what do pig ears do? Pig ears literally replenish and replace the cartilage and the skin throughout your body. And so this gives you beautiful skin and it gives you um, beautiful collagen under the skin and it gives you a nice lining to your joints. So if you got that bone-on-bone pain, pig ears are for you. Tons of cartilage will fix that bone-on-bone so now you get cartilage on cartilage. So what's forbidden about pig ears? Well, pig ears, as of about mm, three years ago, have been deployed to the pet market. So all the pig ears in the U.S. are basically sold to pet food people, dried and packaged and sold to people so they can feed them to their pets. These are the exact same pig ears that were sold to people for human consumption. And so pig ears, again, not available. Where do you get them? Answer, Chinese or Hispanic markets. That would be the place to get them. So I just realized we only have half an hour, not 40 minutes. So I'm going to do one more superfood, and then that, that's going to be it. Next superfood is pig brain. Yep, pig brain. What's so powerful about pig brain? Well, pig brain has 100 times the cholesterol of, say, lobster. That's a lot of cholesterol. So one serving of pig brain 85 grams, in case you're wondering, is enough to totally recharge your adrenal glands, your brain, your liver, and your heart. That is a powerful food. So as you will recall, they had the fake disease, mad cow disease, they dredged up back in the 1980s to get people to stop eating cow brains. (coughs) And then... um, Pig brains, I just found out, are actually against the law to sell in Panama and in Manila. So I was in Manila, and I went to the uh, concierge at the hotel desk and said, I'd like to uh, get pig brain. How do I do that? And so the concierge says, oh, I don't know. And then one of the uh, ladies who checks you in whispered, you can go in this particular neighborhood. She gave me the name. From 11 p.m., to 2 a.m., and you can get pig brain from the street vendors. That's the only place you can get it. And then, of course, she told me it was a very bad neighborhood. It was extremely dangerous. And I'm like, mm-mm, I guess I better not go. I want to be able to, you know, come back alive and broadcast my show. But uh, to have a piece of food outlawed to the point where you have to go into the bad part of town from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. to get it, I think that's a statement. <laughs> Somebody didn't want you to have that particular piece of of, uh, of meat or of food. And so um, pig brain, I encountered it as a child. My father butchered a pig, and his cousin, Carrie, who just a beautiful, beautiful person, 
And she's physically beautiful, too. She was the homecoming queen for her high school class. It's an idea how pretty she is. And she was charming, and she was nice, and she was very intelligent. And so he's butchering this pig, and she says, oh, the brain's mine, the brain's mine. And so my father gave her the brain, and she scrambled the brain with eggs. And only the adults were allowed to have scrambled pig brain and eggs. And that is how big a delicacy it is and how valuable and valued it is. But with the advent of compulsory schooling, kids were separated from their parents and their grandparents. And this is something that in many cases was, uh, was lost. So these are just some superfoods. Do you eat these foods every day? Mm-mm, absolutely not. These are more like once a week you might eat one of these. Um, liver you would eat every day until you stopped feeling better, which meant you had enough, and then you might eat it three or four times a year. Ham hocks, same thing. Pig's ears, same thing. So these foods are, are, are foods that you would eat from time to time. Um, maybe several times a year. But when you do eat them, they have such powerful nutritional content that they literally restock the nutrient shells throughout your body and make you stronger. All right, let's go take a look at our healing healing chat room if we have any questions. <laughs> All right. All right, so here's a we can shorten this question. Dear Dr. Daniels, I'm in my 40s. I have a bald spot in the back middle of my head, very low sex drive. I probably have a few other afflictions. But I want to know what should I do. I also have a very high meat diet. So this guy, even if he doesn't eat um, liver and ham hocks and stuff, he should first clean out because he, his liver is totally congested. Um, the bald spot in the back of his head is from his cheese and dairy, so, and so he needs to stop stop eating dairy products, and the spot in the back of his head will go away. And the very low sex drive is due to his congested liver. So definitely get the Candida Cleaner report. Go to vitalitycapsules.com. It's free. Enter your email, and you'll get the report. Um, he should follow the diet in that report. Uh, Dr. Yance, do you find that high copper levels is a real problem for some people? Uh, no, not that I'm aware of. And what is the best way to get levels down into balance? Um, the best way to get copper levels down to balance, if you decide that your copper levels are a problem, is through liver flushes. It is the job of the liver to get rid of copper. And so if you have a high copper level, and it's the liver that's supposed to get rid of it. So, um, that would be the best way to, to um, go about it. Okay, next question is, what is in those vitality capsules? Well, we have two vitality capsules, extra strength and regular. The regular vitality capsules have garlic, ginger, aloe, senna, cascara sagrada, barberry, clove, and turmeric. And so these things combine to improve the circulation, move the toxins to the liver, open up the liver and the bile ducts and the intestines and move, remove waste. Extra strength is different in that it has cayenne pepper, which makes it a bit stronger. It does not have the clove or uh, turmeric. 
to extra strength has garlic, ginger, aloe, senna, cascara sagrada, barberry, and cayenne pepper. So those are the ingredients of the Vitality Capsules, and you can find them at vitalitycapsulesplural.com. All right. Well, I think that is it. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. If my boyfriend has squiggly things in his eyes, could it be dead parasites? Yes. In fact, it could be living parasites. And yes, turpentine internally would help tremendously. And he can use it the same way he would use it in the reports. Okay. So the minerals that are not in the distilled water are in the supplement section of the Candida Cleaner Report. So go ahead and go to vitalitycapsules.com, download the Candida Cleaner Report, and you can get all the information there. I also did a whole radio show on pH. Uh, QA supplements are, uh, I think they're a waste of money, to tell you the truth. All right, we are out of time. Our time is up. And as always, think happen and we'll see you next week. <laughs>